welcome guests to our final episode of Chillbleed, Michael Reynolds' Auditory Horrorland. I'm Dan. I'm Giga. And I'm John. Uh, and we went through the final, the final challenges of Illbleed, the final regular level, Cork Goes to Hell. I say regular in Vegas terms. In, yeah, the in only the sense that it is a level. Yeah. Then there's the fight, the, the final boss, and then there is the true route and the true final boss. And yeah, if you, if there is one way I could describe the ending of this game, it would probably be challenging. Yeah. Yeah. It is, um, <laughs> it is, it is dark. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, at least Toy Hunter, despite, like, you think it's just going to be a dumb, like, Toy Story parody, it is. Uh, it's also extremely, like, 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 pitch black comedy. Mm -hmm. it yeah. Is, this it is, is actually some of my favorite execution of, like, black comedy ever. Yeah, it is it is it is the darkest stuff in this game and it's very good. Yeah. Um Cork uh, but it's yeah. Cork goes to hell is when uh Michael Reynolds tries to make something for children. Yeah. Uh I would say that it's his most successful creation by far. Mm -hmm. It's uh as a narrative, certainly. Yeah. Um so uh, let's just get into it. Toy Hunter, Court Goes to Hell. Uh, I wanna, Before I do the monologue, let me uh, say that you get, like, a shot of, like, a DVD jewel case of Toy Hunter, Court Goes to Hell here. And it's quite something. It's got, like, an evil-looking egg. Uh, it's got Cork, and he's fallen down. It's got a graveyard, and Sexy Doll's ass is just kind of in the, like, corner. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. Um... So, let's get into it. The popular series Toy Hunter is now a fun attraction. It's based on the new episode, Cork Goes to Hell. It's not yet released, in other words. In this attraction, you'll be able to find out what happens in the new episode of Toy Hunter before anyone else. In the last episode, our hero, Cork the Toy Hunter, had defeated the Cactus Man of Mexico, and no one had seen him since. The story begins where Cork returns home, the first time in three years after a long journey. His home is a toy box full of fun things. There, Cork is reunited with his fellow toys. He thought he thought he could go back to living peacefully, as his owner, <laughs> as his owner Henry's favorite doll. But that was not to be. Something unbelievable happens to Henry, and as a result, strange things happen around Cork. Cork's new adventure is about to begin. Uh, worth noting, uh, this this opening bit is the first time we get tutorials. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the last stage, and uh, as well. Uh, we get, this is the first time 
we are reminded of the fact that all of this all of this is real and you can die in it uh mm-hmm. uh not to mention that uh that like it's the first time the game actually acknowledges the horror monitor as something you use to detect traps mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh our cha- to the challengers what kind of story and ending is waiting for us in the new toy hunter and what is the object of this work given to us? We cannot yet tell you that. Getting anxious, are you? Well, let's enter the attraction. Uh, so... It's a weird fucking... What a what a weird intro, and it kind of fits the kind of Brechtian uh, construction of... of uh... Honestly, this is a little Brechtian. That's actually a pretty good adjective to use for Toy Hunter. I, like, Toy Hunter, to me, feels very theatrical. It's kind of dreamlike, and the, like... The settings are very abstract and kind of suggest yeah. uh, a location mm. more than, like, directly embody it. Right. Well, it's, like, super great friend in his Let's Play continues to be pointing out how um, Cork is able to walk through locations that are scaled to him, even though ostensibly they are real-world locations. But, mm-hmm. yeah, to me, that, that just sort of adds to that quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no real sense of, like, consistent scale or place or time it all just kind of like blends together in a very surrealist way Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like the way you walk around it is probably the most theme parky in a way yeah the the levels are some of the most detailed in the game Mm -hmm. uh like you get, like, this whole opening lobby area uh, where you get the horror monitor and a gun. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's... Uh, you get a little tutorial about this very specific mechanic only this level has called, like, story marks. Uh, but also the yeah. tutorial you get is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they... they, t- they Essentially, in this thing, uh, the game explains to you that in addition to traps, in this level you have to use your horror monitor to find story events to witness the story unfolding, but that some of these events will hurt you, Mm -hmm. so you've got to be careful about what you choose. But this isn't true. No. No. No, not so. That's either a, a mechanic that they they either never implemented or removed, but kept the tutorial yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. If you, it, yeah, because if you if you mark the uh, story markers with the horror monitor, you do not see the story, mm-hmm. uh, which is bizarre. The fact that it's it's a very bold decision to make it so that there are traps that can hurt you and the core story events and there's no way to distinguish between the two of them I mean <laughs> bold is such a great word I mean the story ones do uh, as shown in the gameplay it does show a little thing if it's a story one but yeah but but why why you would have them on the horror monitor is uh, at all like just make it so that the horror monitor cannot detect those ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 
Toy Hunter feels like a different game yeah. that they were making and just kind of stapled into this one. Yeah, that sounds fair. It's it's a it's got a very different tone from everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's less parodical and more just dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do want to note some of the great visuals during the opening cinematic, where like mm-hmm. we see uh, Cork and the Cactus Man of Mexico, who is just this yes. adorable cactus mascot looking thing. It we looks like, um, what's the name who does so much of the concept art for Double Fine? Oh. Uh, uh, Scott yeah. some, something Scott, or other. Scott. Uh, hang on, I know. Campbell. Scott, Scott Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, it yeah. looks like a Scott Campbell drawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does look like a Scott Campbell. It like, looks like how, uh, like you would see if you were using the, uh, if you were like using the 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 power that lets you see through other people in Psychonauts and yes. like how someone sees Rasputin, right? Uh, right. Uh, if Cork uses this on like a cactus, he see this is what he sees. Yeah. Uh, uh, I also love Cork seemingly wading through water, and his long journey is just depicted with a map of North America. Uh. Yeah, just the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He lives in, uh... He lives up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh... Let's see. So... After Cork gives you the uh, little tutorial, uh... He... There's also a second tutorial thing that explains it again in the form of, like, Cork's notes. Uh... I... I... And... Soon after going through, uh, by the way, Super Great Friend is playing as Yorg because this is the last time he can actually get to show off the last character. Uh, uh, Yorg gets, like, grabbed by this weird... Like, yeah, it's like a like-like, kind mm. of. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's this like-like thing. It, like, sucks him in and then... It lets him out, and now he's Cork. I would say that the closest thing to it would be, like, the... I forget what they're called. Like, Chaos Demons, I think they're called, in Dark Souls, Mm -hmm. in Lost Isolith, that are just kind of, like, cones with eyes and a big mouth on their head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, it's a weird-looking thing. Yeah. Poor Yorg. And I guess we can talk about Cork... Uh, Cork... Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Cork is, like, a cowboy from a children's TV show. He's got... He's got this real charming accent. He's, like, played by a guy doing, like, a bad George W. Bush impression. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like... I mean, okay, Cork is also, I mean, it's Woody meets Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. But the voice is... The great thing is Cork's expression does not change... Mm-hmm. Or rarely changes throughout the whole thing. Does it ever change? I don't think it does. No, I think it's just yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. But yes, yeah, so I think that if a it guy got, doing if it, this kind of voice, oh, yeah, hello boys and girls. Oh. He like does the like yodely kind of 
uh, he, he goes way too far into, like, the yodely sort yes. of thing, where it just well, sounds he, It's, it's Sprechen song. And, and, like, it's it, good. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. Sprechen song. You know, there's a tuneful quality to it that is extremely yeah. great. Which is, and it's extremely good when he's saying, like, but I wanted to die. <laughs> I mean, I will say, in terms of intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Like, just, I will be just minding my own business, and suddenly in my head it'll pop in, Sexy doll. Sexy, Sexy doll. doll. Sexy yeah, doll. Yeah, the, the sort of refrain of this entire level is Quirk is Quirk voice. <laughs> sexy doll. My sexy doll. Uh, I also looked up like some info on like uh, this like ill bleed website. Uh, the one where we found the info on Heavy Contaller. Uh, oh, there's yeah. a beta version of Quirk. Who is just Woody? I'm just gonna post him in the chat right now. Oh yeah, from was it from like that that ill bleed beta that leaked? Yeah. Oh my god, he's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've I've seen it before. It's he looks like um he looks like uh the the fucking new Buzz Lightyear thing that they showed. <laughs> Pixar's yeah. Lightyear, yes. This this is the this is the new Pixar version of Cork Goes to Hell. God, he's horrible. It's like it, 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 like the image is so small because it, like, I can't, I couldn't handle it if it was any bigger. He's so awful. I'm glad that we have the version of Quark that we do. Mm-hmm. I always say Quark like Q O Q U O R K. I don't because I want to say Quark because mm-hmm. I think of DS Nine all the time. Right. But uh, I always want to call him Quarky, but it's I think because I'm thinking of um, both Woody and also. Conky yeah. from Trailer Park Boys. God, I but feel it like every cork. Every time Sexy Doll is on my screen, I feel like I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> I feel so uh, uncomfortable. I I think we should talk about Sexy Doll now because se- yeah, so we should explain. Yeah, Cork yeah. has so come cork? back from Mexico and returned yeah. to his owner's his little boy owner's toy chest. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's like toys and it's like. Uh, got like a checkerboard floor and like a red padded wall, and there's like an ill bleed themed set of cards. You can only see the one on top, which is the king, and it's a woodcutter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Marie is here. Yes, Marie is here, uh, and so unfortunately is Sexy Doll. Yeah, so Sexy Doll seems to be a porcelain figure of a woman. Bending over, yeah. and it's mostly her ass. It's mostly her ass. It, 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 I mean, it, it, sexy doll is a is a like a parody of like a B, uh, a Bishonen figure. Yeah, or a Bisho- No, not Bishonen. The Bishojo. <laughs> Bishojo figure. Yeah. yeah, and horny anime figurine. Uh, Where she's got like is this she disgusting... even anime? I, I like I I, I it's she's just an ass and a yeah, <laughs> but like like, like... Bishojo. Bishojo figures are like 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 she's got like a weird elongated body and a tiny yes, head. That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. It's but yeah, she's gotten she's got a ass that's like five times the size of her head, and she's just sticking it out. And you can like you can see everything. Mm-hmm. It's shocking that this got past the SRB. Um, like and and like when she is introduced you see i mean and it starts with a zoom in on her taint 
And yes, you see her taint before you, like barely covered taint before you see her face, and it initially seems like the taint is speaking to you. Yeah, the, I mean the taint is most of the figure. Uh, the uh, she also does not move at all. Uh, she, just I think to make to compl- yeah to make sure that you know, like you, the listener, knows exactly what is happening. She is just like a porcelain figure. She does not move. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, zero points of articulation. Uh, yeah. The sexy doll. Sexy doll. Uh, Cork. Uh, on his. So there are two important things that happen when Cork immediately gets back. The first is Marie congratulates him, and he says, "I am immortal." Uh, yeah, and uh, also it should be noted, Corky's a piece of shit. <laughs> Cork uh, sucks so bad. He sucks so much. Uh, and he like doesn't even remember who his kid is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all by. Uh, also, he goes to see a sexy doll, and this is a great just first bit of exchange. Uh, sexy doll, like, asks him about, like, his, how his fun adventure was, and his immediate response is, oh, it was horrible. It was horrible, yeah, I love it. <laughs> see, that's the thing about him, is, is what I found really funny about this character, is the character is frozen in a smile, and the voice is also... You know, sing song a cowboy, but he's kind of a sad. Cork is kind of a sad. Like he's, sack. he's a piece of shit. He's like he only has hollow relationships with any of the people around. He's entirely self-serving and, and kind he's of complaining. And he complains constantly. And he complains constantly. Yeah, he's he's just an absolute sad sad sack motherfucker, and he, he's like the he's just the worst. Um, <laughs> and that kind of lends to kind of, like, the absurdity, the kind of absurdist sort of uh, nature of this one, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like, he's like a character in Waiting for Goudot. He's just, like, unbelievably, like, complaining and just seems to be existentially dreadful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we also see Cork's uh, owner, Henry. Uh, this is <laughs> so... This is so fucking funny. This very unsettling rendering of, like, a child's face. Yeah, it would be like, I mean, it's like if a toy looked at a child, you could see all the fucking pores and all, like, his, like, yeah, he looks, like, slimy. Remember Uh, how Andy looked in the original Toy Story, how he was, like, they barely showed his face because he looked so clear, like, he almost looked like a toy. Mm-hmm. In this one, they've rendered all these, yeah, pores and hairs and freckles and stuff and sunspots. Like, these big, like, pallid lips. Just Chapped pallid lips. Yes. If uh, you, like, I think the scariest part that they it, it, may, maybe uh, is that his like uh, his like pupils are like pinholes. Mm-hmm. They're like tiny. Yeah. Oh God, he's so scary. <laughs> I love him. Cork, cork. <laughs> I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we so, are returning uh, character, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, turns out Henry's very sick, uh, and uh, 
he says, Cork, I love you. You're my favorite. And then... Oh, it hurts. And uh, we severely underestimate how sick Henry is. (laughs) Yeah, because he immediately turns into... He uh, turns into a purple corpse thing. It's 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 the it's the Exorcist. It's it's the thing that happens in the Exorcist, like the, the the big famous jump scare where it's like her spooky rotten face. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. Yeah, he turns into a corpse with a missing eye, and I, I believe a, a maggot, like literally in oh in... tons of maggots. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, uh, the corpse response is oh. He's just shocked and horrified. Uh, uh, so, Cork walks through the set piece into the next one, uh, which is a church. Uh, and there's a vortex in the ceiling. Uh, there's also a few books that I want to just cover. Oh, real yeah, quick. the books. We got uh, Dynamic Cooking, uh, Dragon, uh, Woman, um... Let me see. Simizu War, it looks like. Oh, Sun Tzu. Oh, yeah. And there's one that just has Japanese on the spine. Right. Uh, but yes. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that happens in this, uh, in this level where Quark, like... The next area is Cork goes through a door and is just immediately in a church. Mm-hmm. But the church seems to be entirely... He's, like, on the upper level of a church, but the the floor is entirely occupied with the grave of his owner. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, normal-sized... Like, they're cork-sized stained-glass windows filtering light down onto him. Yeah. Uh, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. There's also, like, a big purple portal in the sky don't think about that yeah uh it's the portal to hell i guess yeah uh so uh henry has died and uh a voice presumably his mother says i'll bury you with your favorite sexy doll so (laughs) yeah henry's a fucking horn dog uh either that or sexy doll is just kind of a household name uh yeah. It's not a sex thing. It's normal. Uh, so, yeah, he's buried with Sexy Doll. Sexy Doll calls out to Cork uh, as I assume as she is taken away to be buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the casket closes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a bit of narration. Cork. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, left the house when he lost his beloved lover, Sexy Doll. And he wanders for days, and eventually wanders into the graveyard where Harry was buried. Yeah, here's another, like, theatrical element of it, mm-hmm. where this is kind of like a chorus. Yeah. Um, or chorus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... God, what a fucking weird level. Yeah, uh... There, there's also an element um, to this level of how time seems to progress via moving. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's that kind of a thing, yeah. You will move from the level, and there'll be a new set piece within the level. It just it just adds to the dreamlike atmosphere of it. 
It's 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 almost feels like a quark like bio pick. Yes, kind of feel where it's like you're just kind of moving along the timeline of Cork's life. Honestly, um, well, when you talk about it being like a the- this one, it's both theatrical but also more like a theme park. Like the, the, there is a certain like uh, rail ride kind of yeah, element yeah, yeah. to it, mm-hmm. like, like a dark what, ride. Yeah, 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 dark ride like that. Yes, to where it. it's on like Debadiah Corn Hat founded this town in 1847 uh and then you like go to the next thing and it lights up and there's like a, a Jebediah yeah. corn hat animatronic mm-hmm. and he's doing something and then you go to the next one and it's different yeah it's like it's location based time mm-hmm. um excuse me for I a love second that element here god what a good level what a good level. It's so weird. I oh. much more than Killer Man, much more than anything else. Like this is what I think about when I think about it. Yeah, same. Which is funny because it has the least it has so little to do with anything else going on that part of me wonders if it is not a, Yeah, it's like singular and kind of unrelated. Mm-hmm. A different project that got worked into this game or something. Yeah, that's what it that's the vibes it gives me. Right. Uh so, Cork uh, goes through the cemetery. The cemetery has traps, including, like, giant gloved hands and feet. Uh, yeah, hmm, hmm. Uh, so, some big blue gloved hands and feet. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder, hmm. wonder whose who's, uh, foot th- that is. Uh, yeah. Uh, On the Sega Dreamcast game. Yes. Uh, that was released after it failed. Uh uh, so, I mean, Sega still published it. Let, let's be clear. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Well, Sega isn't the cu- publisher. It's actually Majesco. Oh, it's Majesco, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But uh. So, Cork uh goes through like what looks like a mine tunnel mm-hmm. into a graveyard with a. Depre- like a, a frankly disappointing incidence of people getting impaled on spikes uh, because it has several corpses just impaled on metal spi- the metal spikes of the fence out front which I feel like is uh, it's just poor like workplace or uh, I'm going to call the Better Business Bureau about this one this, this uh, graveyard is an OSHA approved uh, yeah so uh he goes through, he finds Henry's grave. Uh, Henry's ghost says he remembers the good times, but more importantly, Sexy Doll wants to see Cork. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Cork's uh, brief vision of these two departed is interrupted by a fucked up demon version of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Welcome, Zodic. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Zodic the Hellhog, uh, we will get to see more of him later. He is, I guess, the antagonist of this. Yeah, I guess. I think Cork is kind of his own antagonist of this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for your consideration for the Oscars 2021 uh, <laughs> Toy Hunter. Yeah, Toy versus Self. 
Uh, yeah. So, uh, at- yeah. George R. R. Martin said the most interesting to write about thing to write about is the toy heart in conflict with itself. Uh, he he comes across Marie, who calls him hopeless. How he mm-hmm. was able to defeat the Cactus Man of Mexico, but couldn't even save Henry or Sexy Doll. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Quark. Why, Quark? Why do I keep saying Quark? <laughs> yeah, Quark. Why don't you fucking? <laughs> the, the, so there's I something know. else I, I I like about it that is also something. Uh, a certain Brechtian element to this, which is as unbearable as Quark is, this story the first entire setup, the first half of it is just a series of pointless, horrible tragedies happening to him for no reason. Yeah. Like, it, it's so... And then people while people berate him. Uh, as terrible as Cork is, like, can you imagine if, like, your god just decide? I mean, I guess, I guess that's Dante's Inferno, but <laughs> your god just decided to take your lady love with you to hell. Yeah, uh, that is just Dante's Inferno, and guess what? Dante was fucked up about it for the rest of his life. Yeah. He never got and, over that one. So is, uh, so is Cork here, because... Ironically, given his name, he becomes a wino. Yeah. Uh, he's driven he to drink. He becomes a milko. milko. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, um, so, yes, after this, we go to maybe my favorite set piece in the whole game, which is the town. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's just, it's so cinematic, because it's like, like, it's just this, like, shitty little urban landscape that he wanders through, and it's, like, so out of, like, taxi driver or something. Yeah, like, it, it's... You can just see what it's conveying. It's just like seedy, grimy, you know, down and out. It's great. It's too small, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, Cork is just a little bit too big. Um, Cork is... And, I mean, Cork is Jorgen a mascot suit. Yeah, which is... But he, it's like... He's like eye level with, like... Uh, with, like, um, wrong way signs. Mm-hmm. Like... There's also just a street sign that says "kill you." Yes, that one's um, great. Uh, Cork, but um, Cork gets like attacked by faceless women. Yeah, and that makes me think that maybe this is a Silent Hill type situation, and Cork is facing his problems with women. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, manifested with faceless women with guns. Yes, um, and uh, a st- oh, and just in case you haven't seen, uh, been, or you haven't been watching a long listener. Faceless woman doesn't mean they're like Slenderman, where they just kind of have like a blank face. No, their face has been torn off. Yes, it's um, it's just like all flesh down there. Uh, mm-hmm. So he makes his way through the town, uh, and he stops off at the egg bar. Uh, he like looks at it. He gets like a little thought bubble about drinking and says. Hey, I know. <laughs> he goes inside, and there are these three eggs working the bar, and they sing an insulting song to him about how he's a failure. <laughs> yeah, which uh, you know, don't go to the egg bar if you're not going if you don't want that sort of treatment because that's what it's for, and you should know that. Mm-hmm. The song is uh, set to a tune that I recognize. 
Yeah. I could not. I don't. Did you guys recognize this tune? Yeah. I could not figure this out. Let me see. It's. Oh, is it um needle in the? Is it? Oh, is it uh Alabama banjo on my knee? Is that? Yeah, I think yeah banjo. There it is. We figured that one out. Yeah. 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 Susanna. Yeah. Susanna. That's it. Uh, and Cork's response yeah, it's, is it's, 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 it's so Susanna mm. uh, Cork's response is to just fire on these eggs just kill three eggs yeah mm-hmm. uh, the eggs uh, are one of the best models in the game in my opinion mm-hmm. they're very well modeled they're well modeled uh, they, have... they have a lot of uh they move a lot too. Like their animation is great as well. Yeah. They have a lot of internal parallaxing where the like the eyes are actually set back into the head instead of just being pasted onto the um the model onto the front of it. Like so you get like some occlusion where like part of the face will cover up the eye. And same with the mouth is it like has teeth inside of it. Mm-hmm. It's like they're very well modeled and it's very strange. Yeah. And when Cork kills them, they like they like leak out their yolk. It, mm-hmm. It's a very interesting death animation. Uh, but uh, they also have huge giant arms. Oh yeah, um, yeah. They they are fucking piped up. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cork murders the three eggs, and he is now a wanted criminal for. And this is the specific name of the crime: egg mm-hmm. murder. Egg murder. Uh, he is caught by the authorities, which are uh, three Benny the Cab cop cars. Yeah. Uh, uh, they they sort of force him into Alcatoy's prison. Uh, which, gotta say, pretty good pun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's easy, but it, it's easy to fuck up Alcatraz puns. I've seen it done very badly. There's also some, like, headshots in there, which look like actual headshots. Like, actual old-timey headshots on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cork is directed to his cell by a very gruff-sounding, uh, guard. Uh, uh, there's a bunch... A lot of these guards are great, like, minor characters, too, because the way they talk Mm -hmm. and act, they could be right out of, um... Shawshank or something like like mm, it's yeah. it's such a character actor thing that they put the, in these guards. It's 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 just a, a great little touch. Mm-hmm. Kirk also still does have his gun. They yes uh, he, he has a gun. They did let him keep his gun. Uh, I think it's part of his arm. Uh, might so, be he has a toy. Uh, uh, Cork goes through like the prison. There's a bunch of of traps in this. Uh, I think there's some new ones with, like, these weird goo things. Uh, as well as a bunch of reused ones from, like, Killer Department Store, which mm-hmm. makes sense, because had a whole toy section. Yeah, lots of tongues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cork... Cork is sentenced. Yeah. Cork is sentenced to death by hanging, 
and to go directly to hell. Uh, let's see. He, like, goes to his cell, but there is a massive hole in the wall that he can just walk through. Mm-hmm. I, I guess if you want to, like, take this apart, like, you could read this as, like, Cork gradually working his way and breaking the walls down over time. Uh, but he, like, goes through these, like, these, like, this, like, series of, like, of broken down walls and runs into Podidon. Yeah, it's Podidon. Podidon is, like, this weird rocket ship with a face on, on, like, the cone. He's a rocket ship. Sorry. Mm-hmm. He's a rocket ship um, with the exact same color scheme as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Uh, and but he did. But but unlike Cork, who is like a parody of Woody's voice and happy-go-lucky personality, Hody Don acts and speaks nothing like Buzz Lightyear no, at all. No, he's 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 this weird, like incorrigible guy who is like. He, he's so weird. But, he, but he, he is also, he plays sort of the, um... The harebrained, he's kind of like the hardy to the to Cork's Laurel. But he's also this, like, tempter figure, and that he's always, he's, he, 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 he's always, uh, urging him on to do, he, I mean, he is the one who encourages Cork to do some vile things. Mm. Oh, yeah. But also, like... Yeah, yeah, he's he's he he's more like evil than Cork, who is just kind of self-serving. Yeah. Uh, uh also has a big made in China sticker on him. Uh he's been in prison for 19 years. Yeah, which makes sense mm-hmm. uh given the things that we know Podidon to do. He's kind of like this sort of greater it's kind of almost like a uh this this level in some ways reminds me of like a Yoko Taro game where you kind of just have like protagonists who are not re- who are not very likable and are kind of evil, and you just kind of end up feeling kind of shitty for what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, what's what's also interesting reminds me of a Yoko Taro game is a lot of times his protagonists um, are committing evil actions that the player is aware of, but that they are at least partially ignorant of. Yeah, yeah, there's some dramatic irony there. Which adds to the element of dread in a lot of those caveat games, like the original Nier and uh, uh, the Drakengard games, when the player is aware of the disastrous ramifications of of a protagonist's actions. And there's a little bit of that there, too. You know, like, like the player is able to see clearly what what, what Cork... I keep wanting to call him Corky. What Cork cannot... (laughs) Because he's yeah. just utterly beguiled by Podidon. Yeah. Uh, so, like... Why is, why is Toy Hunter so good? It's great. Uh, Cork is told by uh, Podidon to get him some gas. Uh, he can't use, like, the gas can in front of him because that's booby-trapped. Uh, so he has to find Mr. Gas, who is a cartoon gas can... Uh, I I like his design. Uh, it's got like a I little... like Mr. Gas too. I think he's very cute. He's got like this wavy mouth. Uh... I love I love the wavy mouth and the big eyes. Mm-hmm. He's so cute. Uh, 
Uh, he gives Cork like an actual gas can. Uh, yeah, like a jerry can. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Gas is a barrel of yeah, gas. He's a barrel of gas. Uh, he also shares a cell with a skeleton. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. But yeah, the the little jerry can. Or, uh, 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 it's not really a jerry can. It's like one of those little, you know, the things of lighter fluid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got it's got like Mr. Gas logo on it, which I guess I guess I guess uh, Mr. Gas is in here for white collar crime, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, embezzlement. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Cork gives this to Podidon. Podidon is refueled and begins to, like, jet around, and he gives, he tells Cork something very important and useful. If, uh, Henry went, he read in the Toy Bible. The Toy Bible. <laughs> that, uh, let me just, uh, Cork will go to hell if he is executed. Uh, and therefore, if Cork goes to hell... He can reunite with Henry, and more importantly, Sexy Doll. Sexy Doll. Um, Sexy Doll. I do want to note about, like, it, it, it cannot be overstated just how kind of, no, not borderline, just straight up plagiaristic uh, Podidon's, uh, like, good on you, steal from Disney, I don't care. But, I mean, I guess Pixar wasn't subsidiary, a subsidiary yet, but... Anyway, it he is literally just has basically like Buzz Lightyear texture on him. Like mm-hmm. he has like the three different colored like things on his the chest. Button, the button, the buttons, and the mm-hmm. yes, and the LED, yeah, color scheme and all that. Yeah, uh, the things. The main thing that differentiates him is the front of him is a gigantic row of like fairly low resolution textured teeth, mm-hmm. uh, and he has two like bloodshot eyes under uh, the uh yeah it's it's a little unsettling uh, he, yeah he's kind of he's scary looking um for sure mm-hmm. uh it also says it says bs on his front huh. which is a hint uh that, which is a hint that he's a liar mm-hmm. uh, um <laughs> that's a good look game very theory closely um Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I can't do my Kermit, so I can't do my Jordan Peterson impression. <laughs> if you look closely at the at the front of Podidon, he's you can see the letters B S, which uh, is short for bullshit, which uh, kills you into the fact that he represents lying. Um, uh, it's not very good. Yeah. Cork uh, goes to the execution rooms. There are multiple execution rooms, but uh, he can't go into the ones that he's not sentenced to be executed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he goes in the guillotine, it's a trap. The electric chair is a trap. The real one is a noose. Uh, the guard says that Cork's leaving death row to be hung right now. And Cork is ready to die. He is very excited about... Uh, killing himself so he could be reunited. God, he's so fucking excited. <laughs> um, uh, which I guess is like a more accurate representation of how suicidal thought goes for a lot of people than mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. 
because it's like taking action than is like portrayed in a lot of media. I mean, they're not cartoon cowboy toy men, and they're not dying so they can go to hell and see sexy doll. But um, mm-hmm. at the same time, like he's just pumped. He he can't wait to die. He's fun. It's yeah. Uh, it's like his life has gone to hell, and he learned that he learned about the toy Bible, and he's like, I can't wait to for the afterlife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so he so he eagerly jumps into the noose, uh, but it's Podidon to the rescue. Uh, I mean, they, not 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 for nothing. There is like, you think that it's going to like, uh, like he you see his head go through the noose. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to black, and then you just see it, it like cuts to a front view of Cork, and you just see him hang, and he's like, ah, ah, ah. Mm-hmm. "It's pretty grim." Yeah, but before he's that, ch- he does say something like, "Oh, now I'll get to die and be with my sexy doll." Sexy doll. Yeah, and Cork's choking. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, Podidon comes to the rescue, which. I do laugh because Bodhi Don arrives and he's like, Don't worry, Quark. It's my time to save you. And Quark's just like, <laughs> Yeah. He's he's choking through his words. Uh this the most triumphant music possible is playing. Yeah, it's like fucking Blue Stinger soundtrack. Um Uh He frees Quark and sends him flying down below. Uh uh. Cork is not very happy with this. Uh, he wanted to die so bad. Yeah, but instead he got put in the Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wanders through the sewers a bit and runs into Podidon again, uh, who explains, Cork shouldn't be executed. Uh, as it turns out, uh, sexy I read doll- the toy Bible wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he read the toy Bible wrong. He He... He read the wrong... He misinterpreted the verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it turns out... This is why exegesis is important, people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As it turns out, there's actually a second afterlife. Toy hell. Uh, which is where yeah. toys go. Classic mistake. Toys, toy hell is exclusively for toys, and you go there if you're a toy and you get buried with your owner. Yeah, like like how you go to car hell if you get a... If you, when you your car gets totaled in a car crash, mm-hmm. um, the uh, but if you if you if you, otherwise if you die other way you just go to regular hell. regular hell. So the, yeah, the the, the uh, Quark goes to hell. Why do I keep saying Quark? Quark goes to hell is actually a misnomer. It's actually Quark goes to toy hell. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is why exegesis is important. This this actually does. It draws on some of my favorite. I mean, it's it's a it it draws on sort of classical pre-Christian afterlife thoughts in which there is just a sort of a shared destination for all um, mortals in the afterlife. I mean, I guess in this case, there's two different kinds of hell, but the the absence of the absence of any kind of heaven. Or even purgatory. Yeah, I love that there is not a good place. Mm-hmm. Like, just really adds to the nihilistic quality of this level, which I love. Yeah, when you die, you go to hell. 
Please. Or toy. There's no Elysium. <laughs> yeah. Well, or like, maybe there is a toy Elysium, but you it's in the toy hell. It's in the toy underworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, in order for Cork to go to toy hell, he mm-hmm. has to find a dying human to be buried with to go mm-hmm. to toy hell on. Uh, yeah, so he's basically looking for a a child to ride to hell. Yes. Um, uh, and as it turns out, there is one in in town. Uh, the tunnels lead mm-hmm. exactly to the town where they where Cork can find this sick and dying kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cork and Podidon. Uh, escape from Alcatoys, but their escape is cut short when Podidon runs out of gas again. Uh, he tells York to take out his chip and put it in another Podidon when he comes across one. Uh, so Cork gets the computer chip for Podidon uh, and has to walk the we- the rest of the way. Uh... At this point, Super Great Friend's mic changes again. He gets so tired and, like, drunk, maybe? <laughs> like, he sounds really fucking haggard. In one um, of the... I, honestly, in this video, I feel like it, it sounds like he's doing a bit. I'm wondering if there was some kind of thing in the LP thread on something awful. Yeah, that's what makes me think. Because mm-hmm. he sounds a little like a pirate. Right. Yeah. It, it, it honestly... His mic quality becomes better for just this one, mm-hmm. for some reason. And he just kind of sounds like modern SGF. <laughs> yeah. But a little bit like uh, a pirate, yes. But also a bit like a pirate. Um, but yeah, he sounds very tired. Mm-hmm. Um, so in town, uh, well, first, Podidon runs out of gas. Yeah. He's trying to fly Quark into town. And uh, and Podidon's like, don't worry, I have a positronic brain. If you take this and put it in another Podidon, which essentially just means killing that other Podidon... I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, then I will replace them in the new body. Um, uh, but, so, uh, Cork gets into town, and the first thing you see is a lovely poster. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, why don't you tell us what this poster says, and then, then I'll tell, uh, then I'll say what it says. Okay. Um, uh, so, it says, Dear Santa... I want a toy hunter dog. Oh, no, it's not actually. It, it, I think you missed this one. Oh. It's, uh, Santa Claus is coming. Santa Claus is giving presents to good kids. Write down what toys you want and post it on the board. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what it actually says in the texture, which is extremely legible, is Santa Claus comes for the poor children... Oh, right. ...who can't buy a toy for the present. <laughs> Let's write a toy to want in the paper, and put in the all, put all in the bulletin board. Certainly, Santa Claus satisfies a wish. <sighs> Certainly, I, Santa Claus satisfies a wish. I like the specification that Santa gets toys for the poor kids. Yes, who can't afford. <laughs> Look, if you can buy your own present, what the fuck do you need? Yeah, yeah, that's. That's what, okay. Uh, yes, and, and... Uh, then we get the other one, uh, which yes. is a response to this. Dear Santa, 
I want a Toy Hunter doll. I live on the second floor. Don't get lost. Jeremy. And... But what it actually says mm -hmm. is... To Santa Claus, the toy which needs uh, which needs me is the doll of Toy Hunter. My house is the second floor. Uh, uh, my second my house is the second floor of the apartment. Without making a mistake, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. And then it has a picture of Cork. It is very very on model. Yes, um, I love this little Cork doodle. Uh, yeah. So, he's back in the town. Uh, there are ghosts in this town. Uh, there's even a sign out for it. It says... Yeah, what does that sign say? Caution! Recently, ghosts and so on increase... In oh, no, no, but... Yeah, okay, yeah. Ghosts and so on increase in this town. As for the children, to be careful. To be careful. Uh, with a little picture of a ghost beneath it. Yeah, the ghost... A much more appealing ghost than the actual ghosts we end up seeing. Oh, yeah, there's some... There's some ghosts. They're nasty. They're weird. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Cork has to, like, find the uh, apartment that uh, Jeremy is in. Uh, there's some, like, failing the, failing to find it, it gets you a trap, which is one of these more disturbing ghosts. Uh, there's some signs around the town. This, one, this town is, like, properly sized for... For Cork, mm -hmm. like it, it, like as if Cork is a human, um, as opposed to the previous one, which was scaled like it, it looked scaled down. Um, there's some great signs like "Great Car Life Aftercare Price Perfecker." Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, yeah, he eventually finds this kid, Jeremy who gets real excited about a Toy Hunter doll, and this giant hand comes out of the window uh, and grabs him and pulls him in. The ghosts are, like, obsequious thumbs. Mm -hmm. They're so weird-looking. Right. They have, like, you know, kind of hands that kind of look like Chaos from Sonic Adventure? Oh, yes. Um, yes. But they, their faces are, like, the most scrunched-up thing you can possibly imagine. They're, like, they got, like, pockmarked little chins and mustaches. Mm -hmm. they're, they're really funny. Uh, so, uh, Cork is pulled into this kid's into this kid's home, his toy box, uh, and he is able to find another Podidon. Uh, uh, this this Podidon uh, tells Cork that he found the rough, the wrong child. Yeah, this kite kid is like fit as a fiddle. He's fucking like hale and healthy. This is a fucking healthy kid. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Uh, they're gonna have to murder this kid. Uh, well, they have to pretend well, to murder him. Yes, Podidon says they're going to pretend to knock him out. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're gonna use this, like, laser toy. Uh, and by doing this, they'll make people think he's dead, so he gets buried alive, and Cork gets buried with him. Uh... 
so Cork is able to Cork and Podidon work together to shoot the kid with a laser. Uh and the kid, by the way, is, is another freaky Yeah. Yeah, he's just face. a palette swap of uh yeah. Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh he there's like when he knocks out Henry, there's like these crystal gates to that open up. Uh Cork walks into them and ends up in another church. Uh uh he is put in the casket with Jeremy. Uh and Cork's real excited about this. Oh, he's pumped. <laughs> Wouldn't you be? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we get this sequence of the coffin tumbling down into toy hell, uh, uh, land landing with a plum. Uh, the coffin opens up and Cork tumbles out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cork's now in toy hell, his destination, and Cork confronts Zodic again. Uh, and Sexy Doll, who, uh... Who is also here. Yeah. Uh, Zodic slaps Sexy Doll away. Uh, Cork calls him a mother. Uh, he calls him a mother, which is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so uncharacteristic. Like, he's got fucking... Oh my god. Uh, and then we get the Zodic boss fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zodic... Uh, basically attacks by, like, spin dashing and stuff, like Sonic. Uh, and when you shoot Zodic, a bunch of rings pop out of him. Uh, these rings are his health. You have to shoot the rings, and when you shoot them all, he's defeated. Uh, he apparently has a finger animation, or a finger waggle animation like Sonic has on, like, the title screen of Sonic games, but it's unable to be triggered in the Let's Play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cork easily dispatches Zodic. Uh, he declares, "Woohoo! I won! Woo-hoo! I won!" Uh, and he is reunited. Re- oh, hang on. Give me a second. Oh, wow. Uh, I'll answer this later. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's. Okay, so I'm just gonna text him to say I'll talk to them later. I'm just gonna cut this out. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, so, uh, after Cork is, has reunited with Sexy Doll, uh, there's a bit of an argument in the Zodic control room. Uh, these two guys are arguing back and forth about the ring settings on Zodic. It's set to the wrong number. 
Uh, it can't be reset. Uh, Cork is going to have to battle Zodic nine more times. Uh, I think this is the first time an Illbleed worker cares about a contestant dying. Uh, and you think there's going to be another phase, but no, it stops. It's, it's broken down. Well, it, it's funny because in all the other regular bosses we see, it seemed um, they only become beatable because the park breaks. Mm-hmm. But in mm-hmm. this one, the boss is beatable, but then the park, the park breaks and it becomes unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This park sucks. Yeah. This park sucks. Uh, eventually, I think Cork, Sexy Doll, and Podidon, who, who has shown up, just decide to leave. Uh, they rocket away on Podidon, and we have completed the final regular stage of Illbleed. Uh, Oh, there's also a bit where they, like, talk about how, uh, they talk about how, like, one of them is, like, a former Mon killer and the other is a former wood puppet. Yeah, it makes specific reference to the fact that the former, the guy who's a former Mon killer is the one who was looking at, oh my god, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah. Um. The one who was the pervert. Yes, the pervert one. Uh. So, the stage is complete. Erico is fully upgraded. Yorg gets some upgrades because Super Great Friend can't change characters right now. And it's time for the last battle in Michael Reynolds' museum. Uh, Super Great Friend's mic quality changes again. Uh, mm-hmm. And the gates to Michael Reynolds Museum open. Uh, there's like a hallway with uh, a scapegoat Mary, an axe, a machine gun, just prepping you for this big final boss fight. Uh, uh, and Yorg enters and Michael Reynolds announces, Congratulations, you've made it to the last room. Uh, I think Michael Reynolds might be the narrator. Mm-hmm, he is. Yeah. Uh, uh, before he can present your prize, uh, there are, he wants you to choose from three paintings. Uh, each one is a potential final boss. Uh, so it's like this big room, big boss arena. Uh, you can pick the final boss. Uh, on, also on the other side of the room are some monoliths. Don't worry about those right now. The one of them has a butt on it, though. One of them yeah, does have an ass on it. it. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, like, you might be pretty desensitized to seeing that after so much sexy doll, but... Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh, sexy doll! Mm-hmm. Uh. So, you're... Ge- given a choice of three potential final bosses. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, do- three of... Two two final bosses and the greatest character in video game history. Mm-hmm. I, I should say, We should say. So, there's Dolatula, which is Donald Cashman, but for real. 
Bullstinger, the f- who is I don't remember if they're the final boss or a, a it's they're not even like a boss. They're just kind of a mid boss in in a mm-hmm. in Blue Stinger. Yeah, a mid boss from Blue Stinger. And um, please, uh, mm-hmm. oh, no, oh no, man! It's oh no, man! <laughs> oh no, man! Uh, absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man without a head and two scythes. Yes, um, he is. I think about Oh No Man constantly. Oh No Man lives in my head constantly. Uh, maybe one of the best names for a character ever created. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, I would be saying the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, so I guess I can talk about the three potential fights. Dalatula, uh it's Donald Cashman. He, like... He, like attacks he like leaps forward he's got and will like break up the fighting with like some ads uh yeah he's basically just like an actual Donald, an actual fight with the cashman spider yeah uh bullstinger has like a really powerful leap and like a swipe attack uh very hard to dodge very powerful uh and oh no man uh attacks with his size uh, at certain points, you can melee him to knock him down, and when he's knocked down, he, he'll take more damage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after Yorg beats whichever final boss, he is presented with $100 million, which rain from the ceiling, and fanfare provided by the Michael Reynolds Orchestra, which is a gif of an orchestra. Uh... Uh, he says, congratulations, good luck, bye-bye. And mm-hmm. Michael Reynolds is... That's the... Well, I guess. Um, he's... This whole time, he's just sort of, like, hiding up in a booth. You can't... Yeah, you can see an outline of him. It's a little mm-hmm. bit like the deal or no deal, uh, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got... You know, he's he's a normal-looking guy. I don't think there's any really kind of strange traits to his outline that are that are worth uh, talking about at all. No, of course not. No. Uh, he wouldn't... He definitely doesn't have, like, a little anglerfish thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. So, we get credits. Uh, fantastic credit sequence. Yeah. Uh, shots of, like, all of the most iconic characters, like Hellcake... Cork, sexy doll, uh, woodcutters. Uh, the music sounds like it sounds like a PS2 demo disc. Uh, and then we get the also. Yeah, I would like to note in the credits, um, under voice staff voice actors, there is a very distinct lack of Lonnie Manella's name. She was not credited oh. for this fucking game. Hang on. I think she went under a pseudonym for this. Let me check. Yeah, maybe. Uh, there's... Uh, let's see. Uh, trying to see if... That's weird. I guess she isn't credited or whatever. I, I don't see, like... A thing here. She's yeah. 
She also did the casting and was in the sound department as recording director. Yeah, but yeah, she doesn't get uh she doesn't get voice actor credit, which I mean, I guess, you know, if you're going to get uh like it might just be because uh she was also I mean, I, I assume that they they um like the voice acting was sourced from her studio. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah. Uh, so, the, after the credits, we get the good ending. Uh, mm-hmm. in the good ending, uh, Eriko and all her friends, not Yorg though, are out. Not Yorg. It would be weird if Yorg was hanging around with a bunch of yeah. teens. Yeah, I think Yorg is like an adult. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're hanging out at a classic... Uh, Dreamcast coastline. It is, li- yeah, it is basically the most Dreamcast-ass coastline you can imagine. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, the only thing missing is an orca. Yeah. Like, hopping around in the background. Uh, they, they're just sitting out here and they're thinking about how they have more money than they could possibly spend. Uh, yeah, the, the dreaded... Uh, the, the pitfalls of being wealthy. Yeah. Capitalism strikes again. Uh, Randy bought, like, 387 Freddy dolls or something like that. Yeah, good for him. Uh, Michelle invested in stocks. Uh. Which I think is funny, because she's like, do you really trust the stock market? She's like, well, yeah, uh, because she's, like, a weird kind of paranormal person. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, she believes she has precognition, so... She yeah. knows exactly what to invest in. Uh, Erico is not doing well. Erico's uh, Erica's a bit depressed. She's keeping to herself. Uh, she gets up and she says she's going back to Illbleed. Uh, Randy. Also, I would like to say that all of like all of the people look like believable teens, but for some reason, Erico just looks like an adult woman. Hmm. Well, it's I think like, I think some of it's the voice, like she but it, sounds it's her face, about I think a lot about of it. forty. Mm-hmm. But like her face also looks like I know what you mean. Her face is very. She has like blush on, and yeah, she's got she, like the, yeah, like she's lipstick. got like this makeup on that implies that I, I associate with like a woman in her thirties, right? Yeah, she looks like there's something about it that makes her look kind of like um, like dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> around all these like like teen characters mm-hmm. uh well er- Erico's father produced the park so she... true yeah <laughs> yeah uh... they had to they had to cast her in the yeah they had to cast her in the in the game mm-hmm. uh so Erico says she's gotta do it alone if she makes it she'll be a changed woman girl uh, Michelle offers to telepathically communicate with her. Uh, Erico thanks them for being her friends and leaves. The end. The end. Uh, there's also the bad ending. Uh, mm. where it's just shots of the graveyard in the hub area of Illbleed while Erico, a very old lady Erico, talks yeah. about how she misses her dear friends all these years later. Uh, she's 
Goodbye, my friends. I'll miss you a lot. And the end. And it is worth pointing out, this happens regardless of how many friends you save. Apparently, mm -hmm. Yorg counts as a friend for this. So if you don't save Yorg, because why would you? Uh, uh, I guess Eriko spends the rest of her life mourning him. Yep. Uh, there's also this weird little secret mini game that gets what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, he also like he 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 just goes missing. No one ever found his body. Mm -hmm. Uh, he he shows off like this. SGF shows like a secret mini game in Illbleed where it's just this weird thumbtack falling game. You gotta dodge the thumbtacks. Try not to get caught between them too. Uh, but anyways, uh, but that's not what you're here for. Yeah. You're here for the true ending. Yeah. So here's how the true ending works. Uh, you start a new game plus after getting the good ending. Uh, every time you would save one of your friends, you abandon them. Mm hmm And to show that this is working, every time you abandon a friend... Yeah, you know, kind of like how, um, in, like, Mass Effect 2, if you make, like, renegade decisions, your scar gets bigger and, like, starts glowing. Mm-hmm. Um, this game kind of has, like, one of those choices. Yeah. So, every level... Uh, Eriko, uh, loses a piece of clothing and gets dirtier. Mm-hmm. And... So by the end, basically, literally by the end, all that is covering her is, like, three scraps of cloth and, uh, over, like, you know, the places and mud. Yes. Uh, so, uh... SGF shows off, uh, these, like, SGF shows off, like, these sort of, like, desk screens for the other, the other, uh, park goers, like, it has, like, a mm -hmm. specific fate thing, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, it says, Kevin Kersman was captured by Banballo and killed in the boiler room. He died at the age of 17. Rest in peace. Michelle Waters was seized by a mon killer at Camp David. She died at the age of 17. Rest in peace. Randy Fairbanks was beaten with hammers by a group of fake doctors in the wood puppet stage. Died at the age of 16. I love that Randy's the youngest. <laughs> and York is missing after being kidnapped by a zombie and taken away on a handcart. Rest in piss. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So no, no, no offense to Yorg Tittle, mm. but Yorg in Illbleed is an asshole. Yeah, Yorg uh, S. Baker. Uh, so after this, uh, we go back to the Michael Reynolds Museum, uh, and Michael Reynolds' response is, "Whoa, hey there, come a little closer. That's what Very I call upsetting. a body." And Very upsetting. He runs out to bring her a blanket. Uh, as it turns out, Michael Reynolds is Erico's dad. Yeah. Uh, uh, not only is Michael Reynolds Erico's dad. Um. How do we? How do you describe? Kind of the. <laughs> what? 
What does he look like? What the fuck is going on with Michael Reynolds? What who, who what the fuck is happening with this man? Michael Reynolds is modeled after a very specific one-off tokusatsu villain. Oh my Wait, god, really? for real? That makes sense. Yeah, let me try to dig up uh, uh I I've seen the picture before. Uh here it is. I'm going to post it in the chat. It looks like uh do do uh, see, Super Eye Productions, Alien Zeton from Ultraman. Uh, uh, he is modeled after that. Uh, and he's this one. This version of him is slightly modified to look more like a human. He's got like a beard and eyeballs. Yeah, he's kind of like a Sasquatch type guy. Yeah, he's got a big scar, uh, but he's blue. Yeah, and he's got like a big like he's got like a Moogle palm on his fucking head. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a big scar going across the middle of his face and very long hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but that's not even his true form. No. Uh, Erico is, like, very unimpressed to find that he's the creator of Ill Bleed. She's, like, chewing him out. Uh, Michael Reynolds is talking about how much he loves it when other people are scared. How it's his fantasy come to life. Uh, Like, he seems just kind of, like... I don't know. He doesn't seem that bad. But besides, you know, the... How... I feel like... Besides the theme park that murders people, it, which is more of a failing of, I would say, local law enforcement than of him. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that it's killed that many people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Erico explains to her father that, uh, she, uh, she wants him to bring back her sense of fear. So, Michael Reynolds provides with three special shock events of his own... Excuse me. Three special shock events of his own creation. Uh, very special indeed. Uh, Erico is given a special horror monitor. Uh, she des- He describes this as extreme power at its wicked worst... And how Erico could die if she gets shocked by these. Uh, uh, so, th- this is where the monoliths come into play. Uh, on these monoliths are... On three of them are some items. Uh, three childhood mementos. I don't remember all three of them. And I, I love that you can get a glimpse of these monoliths in the earlier endings, because... Mm-hmm. I swear, in the good ending, you can just see a glimpse of an eye test, and it's completely unexplained, and yeah. you have to beat the game a second time to get any idea of why the eye test is there. Yeah. yeah. It's a very strange way that this game goes. Yeah. Have you ever seen that episode of King of the Hill where the Buddhists are looking for the next uh, uh, Dalai Lama? Dalai Lama, yeah. Uh, I haven't, but I'm aware of it. Yeah, but this is, like, that's like that's something that is sometimes done in, in various uh, 
East Asian countries. I mean, it's it's all it's it, it's it's in what's in that Scorsese film about Dalai Lama is what is what. Yeah, I think that specific episode of King of the Hill is referencing. I but yeah, and a lot of a, like uh, East Asian or like Asian countries, I think generally is there's like an like a very old practice where you give a baby items that were belong to someone and if they pick the right one or like you put in, you give them a bunch of items and one of them belongs to someone and if they are they pick the right one it is yeah mm-hmm. but yeah it's like that it's like that fucking king of the elves uh Erico has to pick out these traps which include uh a bag of gas a butt pooping fuck you uh yeah a Hey, butt pooping. It is literally a butt pooping. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a photo of Erico. Uh, there's uh, an elephant that shoots shit out of its trunk. Yeah. Uh, there's this... Man, if I saw any of these things, I would go directly to hell. <laughs> there's, like, a big shadow. Uh, there's the Dream Eye, which is a camera that was sold with the for the Dreamcast. Uh... I don't remember any of the other ones, if there are... There's the eye test, as mentioned before. Yeah, there's, like, um... Yeah, I think that's all of them. Yeah, and... Uh... So they... Oh, there's, like, a concert ticket. Oh, yeah, there's a concert ticket. (sighs) And, like, a journal. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, one of them has, like, a shadow. Right, I... And the shadow turns into, like, a ghosty man. Yeah. Uh... So, uh, Erico has to, like, go through these and, like, collect the, uh, mementos. I didn't get them all, or I didn't write them all down. I wrote down the child's shoes and the rubber snake. I don't remember what the other one was. Uh, and, uh, by the way, Erico is fully upgraded, so none of this matters. It mm-hmm. it does very little to her, uh, and you know I've never really mentioned how the upgrades are. The upgrades are like organs; they're like extra. Yeah, they're like artificial plasma yeah. and like artificial muscle, uh, and artificial like brain. Mm-hmm. So like Erico has at this point has like ten brains <laughs> and just is made out of muscle. Yeah, and has more blood than God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Erico is just... She's just an abomination. <laughs> Erico is, like, some sort of, like, bio... Erico is Cruelty Squad. She should look like the fucking... Uh, she should look like uh, Tetsuo at the end of Akira. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so... Uh, after getting these items, you get a message that says... Special shock event! Cleared! Yay! Uh, so, Michael Reynolds is is amazed. He says that nobody has ever cleared this event. Nobody. Uh, and Erica walks over with, holding a butt. Mm-hmm. She she tosses it away, and is like getting mad at him. Uh, she takes off her mask, revealing a Michael Reynolds face. But this is also a mask under which her actual face is. I think it would have been really good if she, 
if she if, yeah. if she also looked like Michael Reynolds under a mask. I wish I wish that they had committed to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Reynolds is so terrified by his own face that he turns into the true true final boss. He like melts into a pool of Michael. Uh, yeah, a of like blue gray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, basically, it's just like his giant head. Uh, his head, but bigger and more grotesque. Uh, also, to note, when this boss fight starts, uh, Eriko has apparently gotten her sense of fear back because she now gets knocked down and has to crawl around for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, this first phase, like, he shoots lasers out of the giant gash in his face. He knocks Eriko around with his antenna. Uh, Erico beats him. Uh, it stops. Uh, he explodes. Yes, and then splits open down the middle. Mm-hmm. And reveals a brain. And a spinal cord. Yes, and a spinal cord with bat wings and tentacles. Uh, and this is the second phase of the fight. Uh,. The tentacles all have, like, little human hands at the end of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the second phase goes down. I, 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 I don't really... Re- I'm not really sure what's going on with the, the attacks in this one. Like, it shoots things. Like he has little lasers, yeah. Yeah. There's, like, this cloud of, like, bugs or something. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Erico defeats him. And she says, Oh my god. I can't believe it. You actually destroyed yourself. No, no, Erico. Erico, that's not... You finally did it. Erico, what? You scared the living hell out of me. Erico, what? You get the credits. What, what, Eric? What, what? Erico finally got scared. Yeah, but like, what do you? You finally did it. You destroyed yourself. What the fuck are you talking about? You killed him. <laughs> you shot him with a gun enough times that he died. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about uh, it. Makes lots of sense. So yeah, then we get credits and the best post-credits image I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah. It's it, it's just Michael Reynolds lovingly holding a which a confirms. Baby. Erica. That he was always like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he was just always like that. He didn't like corrupt into this or something. No, that's just that. Which is why that's she's not surprised like. when she sees him. She's like, "Oh, it's dad." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just my dad. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I I over I interrupted you telling explaining what the picture is. It's it's go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, it's just like uh, it, it's like God rays coming down upon Michael Reynolds holding a young Erica. Mm. Um. And then we get a... Lovingly in his arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. then we get a post scene. Yeah, the worst part of the game... Uh, I hate mm-hmm. this prick so much. It's Kevin. Uh, Eric, he... It's everyone's favorite character. Kevin. Kevin Kirstman. Uh, he gives a little announcement. Erico is no longer president of the horror club. Now it's him. Uh, because... 
Erico is now scared and terrified of everything. And she needs a knight in shining armor to protect her. Like Kevin. Like Kevin. Like Kevin. Yep. And too bad. Well, it's pretty nice having a girlfriend. Uh, but it's too bad they can't go to the horror house anymore. Uh, and the final shot is an invitation to the arcade. That looks like yeah. an Elbleed ticket. Uh, the end. So maybe Michael Reynolds lives on. Yes. God, I wish. Mm-hmm. In the sequel to Ilbley. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the true ending is by far the worst ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's it, at least Erico just leaves broken. Um, other question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is he still alive? Oh well, I think the implication is like. When Erico is abandoning her friends, they're not, like, dying. They didn't go back with her. I think the implication is she's just going through by herself, and the abandonment is yeah. re- is sort of representing her leaving her friends so, behind. Like, yeah, the ending cutscene... The, the good ending... The good but not true ending cutscene is, like, obliquely hinting at what you have to do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In that Erica has to do all the levels herself, but 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 you can also see the oh this is falling apart in my mind as I'm just trying to try to puzzle it out. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's L bleed. Yeah, it's L bleed. It's L bleed, baby. That's L bleed. The aristocrats. Hey. It's L bleed. <laughs> the aristocrats. Yeah. What a fucking mm-hmm. my sexy doll. Sexy, sexy doll. Sexy doll. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have any questions? We did. We got a couple. Um, uh, we actually. Awesome. We act, um, I'm just going to read off one that actually didn't get sent to us through uh, Twitter, but instead got sent to me over the pot of greed Discord because uh, the person who has it doesn't have a Twitter. So let me dig this up real quick. I've already got it. Uh, Discord user number 69, nice, heraldry crests, HCABE asks how cool do you think sonic team was with crazy games having sonic stealing woody's girlfriend do you think they got permission or just sort of went for it well given that they managed to get away with uh basically plagiarizing disney mm-hmm. with their, or pixar with buzz lightyear um and that they never made any other games ever again mm-hmm. um and the Dreamcast was already dead and out out of production when this game came out, and and that Sega was a shit show that did not necessary that was not necessarily together enough to be policing Sonic's image. <laughs> any, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that they probably did not care. No. Uh, I, I Sega has also been less protective of the Sonic. Yeah, they're not super protective of their brand. Yeah, that's why Mar- Sonic. Like, uh, this is a th- like think of all the animated Sonics that have. Been I mean, think of fucking. The they gave that. They gave that. They gave it to fucking Ken Pendus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I could talk for days about uh, how Sega handles its IPs, but especially <laughs> Sonic. Uh, yeah. It, it, it uh. It's a double-edged sword. You can do some cool stuff with it, like make fan games and then get paid to make it into a, an official game. Uh, yeah. Uh, or they're very. Uh, they 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 I could 
they don't care about Doshenji that much, I would say. I suppose that's a way like, of putting it. Yeah, like, they don't really... People can kind of do whatever with Sonic, and they don't really police it that much. Right. Uh, let's see. But yeah, Zodic is very funny. Yeah. Um, I do... Also, during the Zodic boss fight, uh, maybe my favorite part of the LP, just because it's just SGF making constant fucking Sonic references. Yeah. He's like, like what, when, when he first like destroys Zodic's first ring, he says now Zodic only has seven rings in hand, mm-hmm. uh, live in, he makes like a live and learn. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, calls him the fastest thing alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not quite, mm-hmm. uh, I really love that Zodic exists in yeah. a Dreamcast game. I also find it interesting how Crazy Games or Climax Graphics sort of bookends the Dreamcast. Like, Blue Singer was a launch title, and Illbleed came out after production ended. It was effectively the last Dreamcast game. Uh, Yeah, well, probably, like, they probably made FIFA games for the Dreamcast up until, like, last year or something. (laughs) Yeah, uh... You know, I I realized we were talking about um, Yoko Taro earlier, but I totally forgot that after after Crazy Games slash Climax Graphics shut down, Nishigaki and his team moved to Kavia. Holy yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Which explains a lot, actually. Yeah, I've also heard that uh, that like the guy behind Dog and Rampa was partially inspired by Illbleed for. This that game? would make a ton of sense to me. Yeah. That would make a ton mm-hmm. of sense to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, Erica was the super high school level horror fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, honestly, uh, that's kind of her backstory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, let me read off the Twitter questions. We've got two of them. Well, two speci- from two people. A couple questions. Uh, our first questions are from... PR at PR the Disaster who asks, "Did Pixar rip off Cork Goes to Hell for Toy Story 4? You could argue the Shepherd's Girls plot matches surprisingly well. I have never seen Toy Story 4. Uh, um, I have. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, kind of. But <laughs> like, Toy Story 2 is also about. Mm-hmm. I'm, Toy Story is mostly about saving toys. Yeah. I'm gonna say over the course of its of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh. So." It's just kind of a bit more high... It's just a bit more high concept than... than yeah. Uh, the follow-up question is... Also, this game... Should this game have been less horny? It definitely got uh, uncomfortable... No. No. It definitely got uncomfortable for me, the, quote, new game plus Easter egg. Oh, yes, that. Yeah, oh, that, um, yes. I'd say okay, get I thought, rid I of that. About the rest of it. Uh, less... That, I... The new game plus Easter egg is disgusting. Yeah. Yes, it's horrible. Less um, less naked teen girls, more bizarrely proportioned porcelain dolls. Yeah, yeah. Sexy doll is more the direction I want it to take. Just mm-hmm. kind of disgustingly... Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Honestly, this game should probably not have a new game plus. This should probably just be... You get the bad ending if you miss one or more of the people to rescue, and you get the good ending if you rescue everyone, and also the good ending is not Erica is broken into a yeah. shell. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that. But do still have the Michael Reynolds boss. Yes, the Michael yes, Reynolds yes, boss yes, is exactly. great. But just, but just, ha- just have that be the boss you fight after mm-hmm. Oh No Man or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine Marsh asks, "What do you think of the true ending?" Oh wait, we already talked about this. Uh, uh, Jasmine Marsh, I hate the true ending availability. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um, uh, so next question from Jasmine. Is Illbleed's play it twice or more, or play it twice more? Uh, is Illbleed's play it twice more or less obnoxious than Eternal Darkness's play it three times true ending requirements? Uh, less because Illbleed's shorter than Eternal Darkness. Yeah, and uh, also um, I never managed to get a copy of Eternal Darkness. It I've been playing it on the HKIP server. Yeah. Um, uh, from what I know, so I would say Illbleed's better about it just because, like, the way Eternal Darkness works is you've got, you've got, like, two really neat, interesting uh, runs, and then you've got the Chaturga run, which just gives you a bunch of really tough enemies that are a pain in the ass to kill. Yeah, the, the Chaturga one is kind of the, the biggest pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, that's it for this podcast. Um, I, I was considering maybe in like a year we could come back and talk about Blue Stinger, but I'm like 50-50 on that idea. Yeah, I don't know if there's that much to talk about Blue Stinger. Um, what I would say, I think the podcast that I'd be most interested in doing is just like, doing, like, a semi-monthly podcast, like, maybe every other month, where we just talk about a Dreamcast game. Hmm. Yeah, observing the Dreamcast... Because dream- there is, and, you know, podcast, Dreamcast, there's pun potential there. I don't know what it is, but it's yeah. there. Um, yeah, that's why I put podcast... That's why I made the, the cover art look like a Dreamcast title uh, yeah. bar. Uh, yeah. I'll consider it. Maybe some. Yeah. Maybe we'll, this podcast will come back in another form. Yeah. Who knows? But keep on dreaming. Keep on dreaming. Uh, uh, heavy condoller. Heavy condoller. Heavy. But di- we gotta do plugs. Wait. Oh, plugs. Do do plugs? Yeah, yeah, we should do plugs. Uh, okay. So I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash bigchallenges. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find my other podcasts, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, We finished Season 2. Our next recording will be of the first episodes of Season 3 of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Uh, You can listen to The Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic Lore podcast. Uh, you can listen to Video Games, the movie, the podcast, uh, podcast I do with my friend Maxie. We had a really great episode on, uh, Resident Evil 2002, and, uh, in November we'll be doing an episode on Alone in the Dark, which will also be our first Uwe Boll film. Oh, God. Uh, mm. I fucking hate Uwe Boll. You can listen to Stranger's Fiction... An actual play podcast focused on one-shots. And last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And 
normally when I try to do shoutouts for that, I try to think of like the next week's holiday or a couple days from now. I want to talk about today's holiday. It's November third, and it's the eighth anniversary of Richard Dawkins complaining about uh, TSA taking away his jar of honey. His jar, a little jar of honey. But take it. Thanks, atheism. Mm. Uh, happy atheism, Xbox. Happy atheism, uh. Xbox. Uh, Giga, where can we find you? Oh, hey, me, Giga. Me looking at the Final Fantasy uh, 14 cookbook that I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy, hi, I'm Giga. Buy the Final Fantasy 14 cookbook for me. Um, you can find the art I did for a game called Paradise Killer in the game called Paradise Killer uh, on Switch, on Steam. It's good. Play it if you haven't. Um, it's just very good and very unique and everyone loves it Um, you can find my voice on the podcast Zero to Zero um, a noise based podcast where we uh, talk about superhero movies specifically the DCEU right now we're going to run out of those movies at some point so Mm -hmm. who knows but we just finished Wonder Woman uh, a mostly good movie with a very bad ending Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers for how we thought about how we felt about Wonder Woman. Um, uh, I, I don't know if I'm even going to plug Matter Meteor Lads anymore. We're probably going to record more of it, but uh, who knows? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's about it for me. You, oh yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Gigalithic um, for tweets. Sometimes, I guess if you play Final Fantasy fourteen, you can find me on the Fairy server. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Glam Francis. That's the only place right now. But uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll, uh, depending on how much I bug Maxi, I might be involving some other podcasts. We'll see mm, what goes on. Yes. Oh yeah, I should ask you if you want to be on like a BGTMTP episode at some point. Uh, but anyways. Uh, I would probably be interested, yeah. Yeah, uh, so that's that's everything. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you thank for you. listening to this wonderful podcast. Thank you so much for playing my game. Thank you so much for playing my game. Um, <laughs> and until next time, uh, my sexy doll! Sexy doll! Sexy doll! Good night, everybody. Thank you.